At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Getting you ready for the day in sports betting. This is Point Spread Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome to Point Spread Saturday here on VSIN, the sports betting network. A full slate of Major League Baseball games, the NBA Finals, NHL playoffs, and a whole lot more. Welcome in. I am Mark Zeno. Thank you so much for spending your Saturday morning with us here on VSIN. We've got a lot to do today. Sean Devaney of uh, Heavy.com will join us as well. We'll talk with Adam Trigger of Wager Talk and Lou Finocchiaro. Finicaro will join us as uh, we go over the NHL and some UFC tonight. Big fight in the UFC. So we got a lot to get to here on this Point Spread Saturday. Great to be with you guys. I know I was uh, away last week, but it's great to be back in the saddle uh, and so much to do. And oh, by the way, in case you haven't noticed, I think we got a horse race today, too. But everybody's forgotten about that as well. So there's a lot going on here um, with uh, with the the sporting slate as we go forward. Now, that said. Um, let's look at game four last night in the NBA finals between Golden State and Boston. What a night it was for Steph Curry. Uh, unbelievable performance at 43 points. Now, again, full disclosure, I was on the Celtics last night in the under, uh, and I actually took Steph Curry's under points prop. Thought maybe the knee injury was more serious than they were letting on. Uh, thought maybe that he would be slowed down, figured out Boston's offense had figured out a way to slow down this Golden State team. But it was finally a scenario where, you know, it was Steph Curry literally putting the team on his back and carrying them through last night. And the turnovers continue to be the bugaboo for the Boston Celtics. And the line of demarcation is 15. When they have 14 or less turnovers, they are 15 and two 
this postseason. I'm sorry, 13-2 and two this postseason over 15 games. When they have 15 or more turnovers, they are 1-6. and six. Uh, They have to take care of the basketball. It has been a problem for them this entire postseason. When they don't do it, they're on the wrong side of the game here, and it was it was the case last night. I give Golden State's defense a ton of credit. Um, they played a phenomenal game, and they really took control, you know, of uh, of the game in the second half. And this was surprising just because the way Golden State's defense had played up to this point, it it didn't feel like they were going to be able to take over in game four you know I, I really didn't like the way golden state was going into the game i didn't feel like they really had enough secondary scoring and it certainly didn't look like this was a golden state team that had a lot of offensive punch but their defense really stepped up in the second half last night and by the way this game goes under the total as well uh and as the, the totals have been really spot on for the most part by the way by odds makers they haven't missed much as far as the totals are concerned but you know, it felt like there was a big momentum swing last night in the NBA Finals as it went back to Golden State. Uh, and again, Steph Curry, what a phenomenal performance. I, I did not see that coming. I really thought that he would have a little bit of regression. The knee injury might bother him a little more clearly. Uh, it did not at all. And he was able to make a ton of shots. And here's the interesting part, too. You know, you still got to give um, – you have to give – Boston's defense, uh, some measure of credit here, because this was a Golden State team that came into the NBA Finals shooting 49% from the field. They've held them to a a 45% shooting clip throughout this this NBA Finals, and and they kind of stuck with that last night as well. Golden State did not have a good shooting night, especially from three. It was an ugly game from them from deep. It, it did not look like they were a team that was really going to, uh, to have a great night. They only shot 34.9% from beyond the arc and 44% from the field. They missed a ton of shots early. Um, and, and credit to them for being able to hang in this thing and get back in the second half. I didn't think it was going to be something that was going to happen. I really thought that they were going to struggle uh, in the second half and Boston was going to be able to walk away from this thing. So you get a series now that's tied up at two apiece. Uh, with it going back to Golden State, and it starts to feel like all the momentum right now is on the side of the Warriors. And for what it's worth, through four games, the spread doesn't matter. The outright winner has covered the game. Um, and so as you go back, and the numbers have all been fairly consistent, right? I mean, you saw Golden State open up as a three-and-a-half-point favorite, uh, and and they don't cover in game one. They lose it outright. They're a heavier favorite in game two. They win and cover. It's sort of the same thing. Boston was a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, in their first home game, uh, they win outright and cover, and then they were a four, four-and-a-half-point favorite in the second game in Boston, game four last night, and, of course, Golden State wins outright. So, um, I, you know, when you start to handicap this this game five, I'm not sure you really need to, to take into account the spread as much as you do who's, who you think is going to win the game and why they're going to win the game and the reasons how. But I, I go back to this turnover thing because it's so hard to be predictive when Boston is going to have a good game handling the basketball and when they're going to have a bad game handling the basketball. And with that being said, I just know where the line of demarcation is, as I just pointed out, but it's not something that they seem to have been able to figure out uh, a way to correct. It just seems pretty random. I mean, look in the Miami series, okay. um, Their three losses in that series, they all had at least 15 turnovers. Um, You know, they, the one game that they did win um, in 
this postseason with 15 turnovers was against Miami. Uh, and that was the 93-80 final uh, that they had. I think it was game four or game five in that series. I can't remember, but the game was in Miami. Um, so it had to be a game five. I think, yeah, it was game five when they had that that, uh, that game against Miami. So, you know, this is a, a team right now that's got to figure out that one part of it. And if they can do that, it, you, you look at all the other metrics. Boston has been fine. I mean, really, they had been. They didn't have a great shooting night um, from three last night. You know, they they struggled a little bit. Uh, but still, this is a team, again, that um, has shot better than their regular season average from three throughout this entire postseason. Uh, and, you know, they struggled from the field shooting just 40% last night. And it hurt them. So uh, we'll see how game five shakes out. Of course, we have until uh, Monday night as they'll get the entire weekend off here with uh, – with the NBA Finals going on, and uh, we'll handicap the game tomorrow as well. But again, we'll talk with Sean Devaney uh, of Heavy.com coming up here in a little less than in 30 minutes uh, to break down not only the series as a whole, but as we look forward to Game 5. A uh, quick note on the NHL playoffs as we will get uh, Game 6 tonight. We're going to talk about this game in depth later on, but I dare you to bet against Andre Vasilevsky in a clincher game uh, in the NHL playoffs. Uh, it, it's a bad record. We'll give you some numbers that are coming up to that. Later on in the show, um, quick note on golf as well uh, as we have the RBC Canadian Open going on right now. Uh, and you have a, a weird leaderboard, to say the least. Um, but Wyndham Clark is at the top of this thing. And um, Rory McIlroy may be worth a bet here. You know, this is a, a guy that uh, uh, has played really good golf this year. Right. It, he's he's absolutely been on fire. You saw what he did at the Masters. He was a little bit disappointing uh, at the PGA. Thought he would have had a stronger and better finish. He does not. But, you know, he's still playing some of the best golf out on tour. And of course, speaking of tour, you get the live tour going on. And it has been an ugly kind of, you know, I, I think 48 hours here for uh the PGA as they finally impose, for lack of a better term, sanctions. They suspend the 17 players who left the PGA Tour for the Live Tour. I'm not really sure what the, the PGA's angle is here. I mean, look, they're in a very unfavorable spot. If they do nothing, they can watch other players just pick up and leave um, with with no ability to protect their, their asset, their product, um, versus another company that's coming in trying to poach their best players away. And if they go down the road that they did by suspending people, you're not exactly incentivizing people to stay on the PGA Tour. If if some of the best players in the world have left and they're making more money somewhere else, the idea shouldn't be to punish and threaten people for leaving. The idea should be in, to incentivize them to stay. And threatening them with punishment is not incentive. Uh, it's only enough to keep them there as long as they they the benefits outweigh the risk. And for a lot of these bigger players, the ones that people come on tour to see, as I mentioned, the guys who are left, the Rory McIlroy's, the Scotty Scheffler's of the world, you know, some of the other major golfers that are there, the Justin Thomas's and everything else, those folks, um, you're not incentivizing them to stay by threatening them with punishment. That You're actually, you know, making it easier for them to leave. And what the PGA should do is take a hard look at the way their their pay structure is and how they do it and start benefiting those players that I just named, the people that that are the big draws in, in golf and, and and figure out a way to pay them more than um, just threaten them with, well, if, if you leave, you can't. I mean, they could still play in three of the four majors, right, on the live tour. If they go there, they could still play in three of the four majors because they're not PGA events, uh, and they are guaranteed money on the other side. So 
he, the PGA, and oh, by the way, the NCAA should be listening and paying very close attention to this because if they would like to avoid the SEC, the, the you know, four of the big power five conferences, right, from all coming together and forming their own thing, the NCAA should work right now on incentivizing everybody to stay under the NCAA blanket um, if they're smart. Because in reality, all they need is one TV network or um, one or two TV networks to get all these games together and figure it out. And they can literally break off from the NCAA, run their own football thing, and then there's not a thing the NCAA can do to stop them. Uh, that's how much money is involved in all this stuff. So in reality, again, you know, you watch what's going on with the Live Tour and the PGA. NCAA should be taking notes. But um, we do have some interesting golf to watch through the rest of this weekend. As I mentioned, uh, you get Wyndham Clark with a one-stroke lead over players like Rory McIlroy, uh, Kevin Mitchell, Alex Smalley, and even Matt Fitzpatrick, who was uh, who was there at the end of the uh, the PGA Championship. So there is a uh, there's, there's there's a lot of good golf left to to get through here the rest of this weekend, and of course the Live Tour uh, tournament uh, with with uh, Charles Schwartzel at the top of that thing um, by seven or eight strokes. I think he's ahead of uh, the biggest name player in Dustin Johnson. So. Um, there's still some good golf left to get through this weekend. All right, uh, coming up next, uh, we got a full slate of Major League Baseball games. I'll get you my plays for the day. Uh, and, and just some interesting news and notes around the league right now as you got some winning streaks going on. We'll address that and more coming up next here on Point Spread Saturday. I'm Mark Zinno. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Mark Zinno, M-A-R-K-Z-I-N-N-O. Major League Baseball coming up next right here on Point Spread Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. 
Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network work. This is Point Spread Saturday on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSN Summer Special is here for only $39 you can get everything VSN has to offer from now. To the end of July, the next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at vcin.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily Major League Baseball best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have all the best bets through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. And we'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, and NASCAR if you want the full VEASAN experience, which features daily best bet emails every day, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream wherever you want it. The cost is only $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. Welcome back in to Point Spread Saturday here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Mark Zeno. appreciate you guys spending your Saturday morning with us uh, as we have a lot to get to today. We'll talk with Sean Devaney of Heavy.com coming up here in a little more than 15 minutes as we'll get to the NBA Finals. Last night, Golden State ties it up uh, with a big win on the road in Boston. Steph Curry has 43 points, and he was nearly unstoppable last night. Put the whole team on his back and carried him because really nobody else uh, had a very impressive game for the Warriors last night, and uh, Steph did that thing that uh, that champions do. And it's just a quick note before we get to baseball. It's crazy how much, and I think this only really happens in the NBA more than anything else, how much we dissect superstars' games to a degree that's almost maniacal when it comes to either how well they play or how well they don't play. Um, you know, it's one of the, it's, it's always the conversation. Well, if LeBron had that game, how would we? What, what, what would our reaction be? You know, if if Kawhi had that game, what would our reaction be? You know, I mean, it's always that that deal. There's this comparison thing going on, and um, you know, I, I've seen a lot of the the talking heads around Steph. Oh, well, you know, he, he he won an NBA Finals against LeBron without Kyrie Irving, without Kevin Love. You know, uh, he lost the Finals. You know to the Cavaliers. And then, you know, he had Kevin Durant come in, he won two finals and he lost another one without, I mean, it's just, you know, the, the dissection of NBA stars sometimes to me is always perplexing where we just don't look at things on face value. Uh, it, it, Steph Curry had an amazing night last night. There's no reason to short him on any of that, uh, put the team on his back and carried him. So 
Anyway, we digress. All right, let's get into Major League Baseball here, uh, and I'll run down a couple of the plays that I have going on. Of course, uh, if you uh, stay with us through the end of the show, all my plays coming up, we'll get NHL, NBA, uh, and the rest of Major League Baseball coming in as well. All right, let's start uh, with the notable winning streak in Major League Baseball between the Phillies and the Braves. Uh, you have the Phillies who have won eight in a row uh, and the and the Braves who have won nine in a row. And the question is, is for a, a lot of betters, is when do you get in on the streak and when do you look to fade it, right? Uh, when, when do you when do you want to get on the other side of it? Um, but there are plays in Major League Baseball where you don't necessarily have to be on the other side of the streak or hope to stop it, that you can still be betting on the opposite team. And, you know, I, I, the first thing I look for is the run line and going against the team that's on the streak with the plus one and a half runs. And you almost never see this in a straight up game. Right. And, and what I mean by that is two teams who are coming into a game with nothing special going on. So for example, the diamondbacks in Phillies today, Arizona plus one and a half on the run line, is basically even money at minus 102. And you're looking at the same situation for the Pittsburgh Pirates who are in Atlanta taking on the Braves. They're plus one and a half, straight up, even money, plus 100. And you you don't usually see the plus one and a half on the run line uh, sitting in that scenario. It's either heavily juiced or it's heavy plus money uh, because of the scenario of who they're playing and who the opponent is. But when you get it at straight even money, it's usually like a red flag for me where it says that that's not a bad bet at all. And that's where the books, um, you know, are starting to not want to get involved with a streak, right? Um, they're telling you that in that spot that, yes, because of the plus one and a half is probably the most profitable bet you can make in baseball. Um, they're not willing to, to accept risk and liability on it because that's the easy play to do. Philadelphia can still win the game. Uh, and most baseball games are, you know, hence why the run line is what it is. It is not a, 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 game that's usually decided by a handful of runs it's very very close and the way extra innings are set up now one run wins are fairly common so uh arizona and pittsburgh today both are not bad plays on the run line but some of that too is you have to look at the starters right um you know zach wheeler is going for the philadelphia phillies and you get charlie morton going for the atlanta braves who are they going up against and what does that matchup look like is all things that you have to take into account when you look at this this situation here, but let's uh, let's dive into some of the plays that I have for today. And I do want to start with Arizona and Philadelphia. I say it repeatedly every week. And in case you're new to point spread Saturday and me, um, one of my favorite bets this year and most profitable bets this year in Major League Baseball has been over or under a half run in the first inning. Uh, the the nerfy or yurfy is sometimes they are labeled no to the run in the first inning, yes to the run in the first inning. Well, we're going to say no to the run in the first inning here in Philadelphia with the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Philadelphia Phillies. Now, uh, there's a couple of different ways that I approach this, but the the number right now, minus 106, uh, is where I saw it. And so we're going to say no run in the first inning or under a half run. Zach Wheeler is starting for the Phillies, as I mentioned ago. He has only been scored on once in the first inning this entire season. Uh, and that was a game against the Mets where an actually an error allowed the run to score. So he's made 10 starts. Uh, and he's faced top 10 teams as far as first inning run scored percentage in the Mets, the Angels, and the Dodgers. Uh, and he's been able to blank them all at one point. Now, the reliability in this bet is Madison Bumgarner, who's been scored on five of his 12 starts this year in the first inning. Arizona is 25th overall 
in first inning run scored percentage, and they are the fourth lowest in Major League Baseball as first inning run scored percentage at just 16%. On the flip side of it, where the liability is also, I said again with, with Madison Bumgarner, Arizona's 29th in uh, opposition and opponent's first inning run scored percentage. Um, and, you know, this is a team that does give up runs in the first inning, and they've allowed it to happen in two of their last three. So what I'm hoping for here is a little baseball regression. And the fact that this number um, is where it is and the starters that I'm getting in the game, and I can trust Bumgarner because when he's on, he's really good. Uh, Philadelphia is a very middle-of-the-road team in first-inning run scored percentage. They're 15th overall. And like I said, if I play the percentages here, 29% of the time they score a run in the first inning, the Phillies do. They've scored in one of their last three and last game out. So percentage-wise tells me it's in my favor to go against Philadelphia scoring a run in the first inning here, despite the fact that Arizona is a team that has a propensity to allow them. I don't really worry about Arizona scoring because, again, as I said, they're 25th overall in first inning run scored percentage and even lower than that on the road. So let's go minus 106 here uh, with no or under a half run in the first inning between um, Arizona and Philadelphia over to uh, Toronto and Detroit. Uh, Kevin Gosman going to be on the bump here. I'm not a, a huge K-pop guy, uh, and it's sort of a peripheral bet for me here. It, so, it sort of correlates, but I'm going to go under eight and a half runs. Kevin Gosman is fantastic. Um, he is incredible. He, he's got an incredibly high K-rate. Um, Detroit is the lowest scoring team in Major League Baseball here. So I want to go under eight and a half runs. It's a little heavy on the juice at minus 120. But basically what I'm hoping here is that Toronto doesn't score six runs in this game. If somehow Detroit can limit Toronto, and their offense is middle of the road, it's not a great offense by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, when you look at the Toronto Blue Jays, you know, they're 14th total in runs per game at four and a half. Um, they're a little bit lower at home, actually, than they are on the road. So, um, and, and they beat up on Detroit yesterday. But this is all about Kevin Gosman basically shutting down the Tigers here in this game and not allowing them to score any runs. Um, Detroit, and I go back to the K the, the K prop for um, for Kevin Gosman. It's at six and a half and minus one hundred two. I think you could find five and a halfs out there that are heavily juiced. I wouldn't go that route. I just have this this standard rule on K props not to pay more than minus one twenty uh, on any K prop because there's just way too much variance, as I say every single week. But Detroit. Um, is averaging 9.6 Ks on the road. They have the fourth highest K rate on the road in Major League Baseball this year. And again, you get a Gosman guy who's, who's averaging more than one strikeout per inning. So if he can get you to the seventh uh, in this game, you feel like he's got a really good shot to go over that number. The problem for Gosman is that he hasn't gone as deep in games as you really would like. Um, so you're going to need some multiple strikeout innings out of him. Uh, and the other fear going back to the total in the game is that Gosman gets a lot of run support every time he gets out on the mound. Uh, they are averaging four and a quarter runs, 4.25 runs every time Gosman starts. But like I said, the bet here is that Gosman can really limit the Tigers. And as long as Toronto doesn't score more than six runs in this game, I feel pretty good about this game staying under the eight and a half total. So uh, we'll back the Blue Jays here and Kevin Gosman on his K prop. Uh, and again, the under is at minus 120 and the K, the K prop at o over six and a half is minus 102. On to uh, the Yankees and the Chicago Cubs. Um, and I tell you what, we'll hold on to that as I look up at the clock here. Uh, we have more on that later. But real quick, we'll take the uh, 
the no to a run in the first inning in that game. More on that coming up later. All right, let's get back to the NBA next. This is Sean Devaney, Heavy.com, going to join us right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Point Spread Saturday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Point Spread Saturday brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Are you tired of the same old, same old when it comes to nicotine? Have you been looking, hoping, wishing for a more satisfying, discreet, or smoke-free way to experience nicotine satisfaction? Just look for three letters, Z-Y-N. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free tobacco alternative. They're available in 10 varieties like Spearmint, Wintergreen, Citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com slash find. Welcome back in to Point Spread Saturday here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Mark Zinno. Give me a follow on Twitter at Mark Zinno, M-A-R-K-Z-I-N-N-O. We'll get back into Major League Baseball with Adam Trigger of Wager Talk coming up here right after the top of the hour. Plus a very interesting NFL betting segment coming up next. But first, let's get back to the NBA. Welcome in from Heavy.com. Covering the NBA, it is Sean Devaney here on Point Spread Saturday. Sean, good morning and welcome. Hello, thanks for having me. 43 points from Steph Curry last night. Uh, I, for one, was not on the, the the group of list of people who saw that coming. I thought he actually would struggle last night. thought the knee injury might slow him down a little bit more than he had let on, that it was actually bothering him. Uh, obviously not the case. He puts the team on his back and carries him. I know we tend to pick apart NBA superstars' performances, but how do you sort of rate what you saw from Steph last night? Uh, you know, that was unbelievable. Uh, in a game where... It seemed like there weren't a whole lot of uh, players uh, on both sides who were who were doing right things, who were making shots. Uh, you know, Steph Curry was uh, was just unbelievable and carried the Warriors to that win. Uh, obviously, on a, on, a, on a huge stage and with a lot at stake, they lose that game. And of course, they go down three to one, and 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 it's likely that this thing is over at that point. But uh, um, yeah, just uh, just an incredible performance from Steph Curry. Uh, yeah, the, the the leg did not seem to bother him at all. Um, you know, he was he was telling us that. It, you're right that you kind of uh, you take everything that these guys say at this time of year with a with a grain of salt and and and, and wonder uh, uh, you know if something bigger is going on. Uh, but at the same time, uh, uh, you know, he he did not look uh, uh, impeded at all by but by that foot, ankle, leg, the the, the, the whole thing that uh, uh, that got rolled on in Game Three. Turnover is still the bugaboo for the Boston Celtics. Pointed out earlier, the line of demarcation at 15. They are now 1-6 with 15 or more turnovers in a game this postseason. And as I said earlier, it's it's hard to handicap. They're not predictive turnovers when they're going to happen and, and when you can figure out how they're going to, to come about. So I don't really know what to tell people. I just know that when Boston doesn't take care of the basketball, they're on the wrong side of games this postseason. Is there a way for them to fix that? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, they've 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 got to move the ball more, and 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 the Warriors, especially when they when they went with their smaller lineup, uh, which wasn't a huge success, but uh, but you know when they go with the smaller lineup and and they don't have a big sitting in the middle, 
um, you know, they're able to c- kind of contest passing lanes and uh, and and and, and force uh, Jason Tatum, especially, uh, to, to to put the ball on the floor. And and you know, once you put the ball on the floor, uh, you get you get the help defense coming over. Uh, and once that help comes, uh, you know, Tatum Tatum especially and, and Jalen Brown as well really seems to struggle when when. when a lot of times you see a defense that they'll be set up one on one, and then as soon as the guy puts the ball on the floor, that's when the double comes. That that's happened to, to Tatum going back to the Miami series, uh, and and Golden State obviously learned a little bit from that because they're doing the same thing. Uh, and, uh, and and Tatum has not done a good job of handling uh, handling that. Uh, so you know, in addition to his shooting struggles, uh, you know, when he turns the ball over, and, and last game he only had two. Uh, but he, you know when he when, when he get into the four five six range, he has six uh, in game four. Uh, you know that that's that's where the Celtics are in trouble. If, if you've got your best player, uh, you know giving six free possessions to the other team, uh, it's tough to come back from that. Who's had the better secondary scoring in this series, in your opinion? I mean, it's it's been feast or famine with a lot of these guys. You know, Al Orford opens up game one with twenty six, game two he has two. Last night he only has eight. In uh, the same thing with. With Golden State, you know, Jordan Poole at times has looked like a fantastic complimentary player. Other nights he seems to have disappeared. And some of that might be minutes and everything else. Andrew Wiggins quietly, I guess, is chipping in where he needs to. But it seems once you get past Steph and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, um, you know, it's it's the, the, the other complimentary players that really need to provide some spark here for, for their team to win the game. Yeah, and, you know, Clay Thompson has, has, has played better. Uh, you know, since leaving uh, San Francisco, he's played better the two road games here, and 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 certainly if you're Golden State, you're hoping that that continues that uh, uh, that he can keep knocking down threes. That's obviously so critical to what they're doing. Um, you know, to me, the Celtics' problem, and and you know, look, Derek White has been pretty good. Uh, Marcus Smart has been pretty good. Um, you know, they get what they need out of Robert Williams. And, and, you know, Horford, Grant Williams, those guys go up and down, like you said. But to me, the real problem is Jason Tatum. I, you know, I mean, he's not shooting the ball well. You know, he's got that shoulder thing. Uh, and to me, that seems to be getting worse, not better. That, that, that's, that's the kind of injury that, uh, you know, you need two weeks off to really, to really get that. You don't get two weeks off during the playoffs, of course. This is an injury that goes back to, uh, you know, probably to the Milwaukee series, but it really got bad. In the uh, in the in the Miami series, he took a hit from Victor Oladipo in Game Three of that Miami series, Eastern Conference Finals. He hasn't been the same since. He's not shot the ball well uh, at all, especially here in the finals. To me, you know, you see him constantly grabbing that shoulder. Uh, you know, to to me, that's the real problem here. Is uh, uh, yeah, you know, you'd like to get more consistent second scoring, but if you're going to have your 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 top player shoot 38, 39 percent, it's going to be hard to win, especially if he's taking you know 23 field goals as he did last night. Uh, one more from a non-betting angle, just a basketball angle here about Draymond Green. Uh, is he starting to become a liability? Like, I know Steve Kerr is not going to bench him. Uh, and he plays 33 minutes last night. But still, uh, he did not look like he was as effective if, over the last two games as he was throughout the rest of this postseason. No, and, and you know, he's in, a, he's in a shooting slump. You know, he's got to be able to knock down a couple of shots. He doesn't need to make... Uh, you know, he doesn't need to go uh, six for eight every night. Uh, but but he is definitely in a shooting slump since this series started. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's uh, six for 26 uh, from the field. He has not made a three-pointer. He's 0 for 9. Uh, they need him. If he's going to be on the floor, he can't be a complete non-factor on the, on the offensive end. He, you know, obviously he's, he's very good with what he does defensively. 
but if he's going to be on the floor, he can't be a complete non-factor on the offense. And he has been through four games. He's got to start knocking down some threes. On the Celtics, I might be a little bit worried about that, that you know, he's, he's probably not going to go 0 for the whole series from the three-point line. He's probably going to get a, a rhythm where he hits a few uh, here in the next few games. Uh, but for now, he's 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 completing. He's, he's just he's not giving them anything offensively. Um, so yeah, you're right. He's not gonna, he's not going to bench him. Uh, but at the same time, uh, you know he's he, he's been a liability because it allows the Celtics to scramble their defense a little bit more and 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 not really have to pay much attention to Draymond. All right, uh, the swings as far as the betting numbers in this series. You know, Golden State comes in as a favorite. They lose Game One and. Shifts all the, the 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 action onto the Boston side, and then they you know they win game two and game three, and now Golden State is getting plus money to win the thing, and now they're back to minus one fifty to win the series as we're down to a best of three here. So handicap this out. I mean, it feels like a huge momentum swing last night went in the favor of Golden State, Sean. Yeah, and uh, and I I, I I do think we're going to see a seven game series, and I always thought that you know I, I always thought that the way that these two teams are matched up. The way they play defense is very similar to each other with the switching, um, and and you know the, the way that they can be streaky. Uh, you know we, we saw the Mavericks beat the uh, beat the, the the Warriors by thirty, whatever it was, uh, in the Western Conference Finals, and and you know both of those teams that we saw, you know the Celtics get down by 26, 27 against Miami. You know both these teams are capable of that, and they're also capable of winning by thirty uh, because they are such streaky shooters. So. Um, you know, it's 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 obviously uh, you know you had to know coming in that that this was probably going to be a seven game series, uh, and I haven't seen anything that that makes me change my mind. I wouldn't be surprised if we see the Celtics win. Uh, very strange, seeing the Celtics win Game Five uh, and the Warriors win uh, Game Six on each other's home floors. You know that that's how evenly matched these these teams are. So I think we're going to a Game Seven. I I, I like where the Warriors are. You know, I I, I would I would probably put them. Uh, I, you know, I would, I would, I would pick them uh, if, uh, if, if, if need be. But uh, um, you know, it's, it's, it's razor thin, and that's why you see the swings going back and forth. Sean Devaney, NBA senior editor of Heavy.com. Great to talk to you. As always love the insight, man. Appreciate the time this morning. Enjoy the best of three as we head out to the NBA Finals, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, again, going to be interesting to see. Uh, where game five goes and uh, what it looks like. Golden State installed as a three and a half point favorite. That total sitting right at 212. So uh, a lot to a lot to get to uh, as far as the NBA. We'll break some more of that down coming up later on in hour number two of the show. But coming up next, very interesting betting uh, segment here coming up on some of the biggest NFL teams and when they might first lose. That is coming up next right here. On Point Spread Saturday, I'm Mark Zeno. Give me a follow on Twitter, at Mark Zeno, M-A-R-K-Z-I-N-N-O. Plenty more to do here. Final segment of hour number one, up next. Point Spread Saturday on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. This is Point Spread Saturday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSEN.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VSIN is here to make you a smarter better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Welcome back in to Point Spread Saturday here on Beeson, the Sports Spreading Betting Network. I'm Mark Zinno. Give me a follow on Twitter at Mark Zinno, M-A-R-K-Z-I-N-N-O. Coming up next hour, we'll talk with Adam Trigger of Wager Talk, a good friend of the show. We'll go over some Major League Baseball bets with him as well. Uh, Lou Finicaro will join us uh, from uh, Point Spread Weekly contributor, uh, and he does the NHL and UFC big game. Uh, big game six in the NHL tonight. Andre Vasilevsky of the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning is nearly unstoppable in game clinching scenarios over the last two plus postseasons. So uh, we'll get to that coming up here before the end of the show. But let's turn our attention to the NFL. Uh, interesting sort of angles to look at here and some props that are out there. 
um, for some of the bigger teams in the NFL. And basically the question we're asking is, who will this team lose to first? Uh, and we'll start with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and you look at the odds. I mean, all these teams are expected to be that we're going to go over tonight today or expect to be very good. And so figuring out when their first loss is going to, to happen uh, can be interesting. But I just like the way these odds have been laid out. When you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they open up against the Dallas Cowboys in a game where they've been installed as a two, two and a half point favorite. But if you look at the the odds of who will defeat uh, the not cover a spread, who will defeat the Buccaneers first? Cowboys are the heavy favorite uh, at plus 115 in week one. And it's it's actually probably not an awful bet. I, I mean, off the top of my head, I like the Cowboys getting the two points in that week one matchup. Remember, these two teams met in week one last year. And it was Tampa Bay, I think, winning by a field goal uh, in the season opener. But if you ask me, um, you know, as far as a value bet is concerned, the Packers in week three is probably where I'd put my money. And keep your fingers crossed that maybe the Buccaneers can squeak by the Cowboys in week one. I'm not sure why the Saints aren't a, a little bit of a heavier favorite. It's almost like I would flip those two, the Saints and the Packers. If you ask me, I'd put the Packers at plus 300 in week three and the Saints at plus 550 in week two. I don't think the Saints are going to be very good, but still – um, you can see there the Packers in week three, and then you get the Chiefs in week four. And obviously the reason why the Chiefs are, are such a long shot is because the Buccaneers' ability to get through the first three weeks, given the opponents that they're playing, undefeated. So um, this is kind of curious and fun in a way to look at it. Uh, I would not bet the Falcons at 35-1, to one, nor would I bet the Steelers at 22-1. to one. Uh, So if they can get through – you know, their first uh, couple of games here. And again, just see that they're not in order. The Steelers are week six, the Falcons are week five, uh, and the Steelers are a shorter favorite here. But Packers plus 550 is probably where I would put my money. Uh, I, you know, if they can get through the Green Bay, Kansas City gauntlet in weeks three and four, they probably don't lose until they take on either the Ravens or the Rams uh, later on. You know, you're talking about uh, week, week, eight or week nine. So a uh, fun way to look at that. Let's move on to another team. And this is a, an actual one that I would literally love to put my money on right now. Uh, but it, let's go to the, the Los Angeles Rams. When will they lose? Okay. Uh, they open up against the bills. And, and this is another team here that, you know, the bills are minus money here to defeat the Rams in week one. Now, if you've followed these opening night games, I think the NFL has been doing this now for close to 20 years. I think this is year 19. But I want to say, uh, and I have to double check this here, but the Thursday night football opener of the season, the defending Super Bowl champ, I think, has only lost twice uh, in that game. And, and the home team on that Thursday night game, I think, has only lost like three or four times. So, uh, you, you know, you're just talking about an environment here that is so juiced for the home crowd. They're raising a Super Bowl banner. You know, it's the first game back since they won the thing. It's if home field advantage is lessening in the NFL, not in this game. It's not. Um, now, again, you get the toughest opponent in the league in the Buffalo Bills. If the Rams get by them, uh, and which I think they can do a certain extent, you got to love the 49ers in week four at plus 425. Uh, it just looks very, very favorable. You know, uh, they play Atlanta in week two. They're not going to beat them. Um, they have to travel to Arizona. But, you know, the Rams have kind of had 
Arizona's number, at least under the Sean McVay tenure for the last couple of years. Uh, and, and the fact that they're a one and a half point favorite in that game should tell you that they think that they got a good shot to beat him. Uh, but I think they take their first loss when they are at least now at this point installed as a dog in week four against San Francisco. Um, and that's where they lose their first game this year if they don't lose in week one. You know, with some of these bigger teams, uh, when you see them again, the, the, the Bills-Rams is a Thursday night game. I think the Cowboys-Buccaneers, the team we just talked about before, is the opening Sunday night game. Um, I have to double-check that. I forgot what the NFL schedule is off the top of my head, but somebody correct me on Twitter if I'm wrong regardless. Um, so, you know, these big teams get these big week one primetime games because uh, there is there's a lot of eyes on them. So, if both these teams can get past week one, and that's really the bet, then you have some options there going forward. But I do like the Niners plus 425 in week four for the L.A. Rams to take their first loss. And then finally, uh, the Green Bay Packers, uh, another team that's expected to do uh, very well this year, despite the fact of all the losses they've had on the offensive side of the football. But you take a look at their schedule. They open up week one against the Minnesota Vikings, a very tough divisional opponent uh, for them that is, has been able to – um, defeat them. And again, it's on the road in Minnesota, which, you know, clearly again, you see the opening spread is minus one and a half in that game for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, and then the Vikings are minus money. Um, it, it's not a spot where I'd want to lay minus 105. But really, you know, when you look at this particular team, if they can get out of week one, they might not lose until they play the Bills in week eight. I think that's a realistic possibility for this team. If you'd love to get 30 to one odds right now, essentially saying that the Packers will go seven and zero when they start this thing after Minnesota, you, some of their schedule there, you see the bears in week two at the Buccaneers in week three, a game that I think that they're going to win. Um, New England won't be much of a challenge for them. The giants and jets certainly won't be a challenge. They have to travel to Washington uh, in week seven against the commanders and they should be good enough to win that game. Uh, I really, again, against Buffalo is the, is the one time I think that they are likely to lose their first game. Um, if they don't drop week one at Minnesota. So, I mean, look, they, they could lose week one at Minnesota and then win their next six games before they have to play Buffalo again. Um, and end up six and two at that point in time. And their season is still in great shape. But, um, if they get out of week one, I, I the, the Bills at 30 to 1 right now to me seems like a fun bet to take a flyer on. You know, a little pizza bet there and see what happens. Uh, but you, you have to hope that a lot of these teams, again, uh, the three teams we're talking about, can get past their their week one opponent. That's really the, the challenge here uh, in this bet is getting out of week one. And again, when we come back tomorrow on Point Spread Sunday, we'll look at some of the other teams um, that, that have opportunities here. Um, to go on early winning streaks and when they might lose their first game. But just a fun way to sort of attack um, some props and, and looking forward uh, to the NFL season. I thought that was interesting and certainly a great way to look at um, the NFL. You know, I know we get to this point of the NFL year where it's dead and and there's not a lot of news that's going to change anything here. Um, unless, of course, you know, uh, you get some news on Deshaun Watson that could change the Cleveland Browns odds one way or another for a bunch of different things, especially if he gets suspended for the entire season. So I hope nobody has bet on any Browns futures at this point in time. Does not seem like a, 
uh, a viable option, but we'll see what happens uh, when the NFL finally does get around to finishing their investigation and deciding on the future of Deshaun Watson, both on and off the field. So uh, lots more NFL to get to. And again, when we come back tomorrow, we'll uh, on point spread Sunday, we'll dive in some more of these, these, these fun prop bets for you. Hour number two of the show coming up next. We're going to get back into major league baseball. We have game six of the Eastern conference finals in the NHL game five in the NBA playoffs, still to handicap going forward. Uh, we have all the golf to get to. Uh, and of course, before the end of the show, we'll have all of my plays for the day. So lots to get to here still on point spread Saturday, one hour in the books, one hour left with you till 10 a.m. Eastern 7 a.m. Pacific before we give it over to the Lombardi line with Mike Lombardi and Patrick Maher. So lots of dudes left here still on point spread Saturday. Give me a follow on Twitter at Mark Zinno, M A R K Z I N N O coming up next back to the major League baseball slate with Adam trigger of wager talk. One of the best in the biz. Stay with us here on a point spread Saturday. Still plenty more to do. Make sure you guys keep it locked here on VEASAN, VEASAN.com. You're watching and listening to Point Spread Saturday on VEASAN, the sports betting network. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers. Insiders and handicappers. Insiders and handicappers. Insiders and. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.